What's poppin' everybody? How y'all doing? It's yours truly, the one and only, Spiffy Gator, Turtleneck Gator, Dawn Cayman, Big Gator, Gator Love, Gold Chain Gator, and welcome to the Swamp Life. Thank you for tuning in. You know, I want to start with something that I've been meaning to start with for the past two weeks. So I've been meaning to talk about the Nipsey Hustle album for two weeks. I've been listening to it for about two weeks, and I think it's just a dope-ass album. You know, I think the album's a lot bigger than the music on the album. The message on the album is super powerful in itself, but I think his everything that he's been doing outside of music, the fact that he's putting out music is just going to align his brand all together. It's going to bring everything full circle and just make him one super powerful entity just in general like I'm not sure if everyone's fully I'm not completely fully aware of all the business ventures that Nipsey Hussle is doing you feel me but I'm pretty aware of the things that have been announced at least I'll say like I think the most powerful thing he's done in general is build this co-working space in Crenshaw, you know, he's trying to limit the, limit the gap from, you know, Silicon Valley to places like in the hood, you know, give them access to that sort of technology, places that people in the hood can go to, you know, learn how to code and access the technology and build their things and be able to go to one of those companies and have a job at Apple or be able to start their own company and have the same business model as Apple, same as Nipsey Hussle is doing. You know what I mean? He wanted to start or he's announced, you know, that his plan was to have 10 marathon stores across the country and have the same business model as Apple. Like I said, the direct to consumer, the product goes direct to consumer for example, he's putting out an album. He would release only the physical copy into the store. He would put out maybe about 100 copies in the store, sell the copy for $100, and then that's $10,000 from every major market that he... He doesn't even have to attend those major markets for concerts, I'm just saying. He has the stores in those major markets, and the album sells out of these major markets. So that's $10,000 just from album sales out of each of these stores. So that's 10,000 times 10. That's 100,000 just from those. Along with the fact that he'll have pop-up shops, with the fact that he'll be on tour in all across the United States after the album drops. So... He'll have a pop-up shop in Kansas City, for example, because it's not a major market. That's middle America. So, you know, he'll have a pop-up shop at a a mall or, you know, a local boutique or another, you know, just a a cool store. Have 100 copies there. That's another 10,000. That business plan is just... I think that's a really good business plan. Along with the fact that he invested in... I believe the business is called Vest. It's like V-E-Z-T. I think that the their business is super underrated right now and that I think that's going to be a thing that's 
popping in the future. I think a lot of the things that Nipsey Hussle is invested in and going real hard in right now are things that are going to be discussed and like really talked about like as big business ventures in like the next five to ten years like he's cryptocurrency he he invested in follow coin and everyone's invested in the cryptocurrency like the bitcoin and everything like that but he invested in follow coin which discusses which cryptocurrency is of the highest value and discusses the updates of the cryptocurrency and gives you all the news about which cryptocurrency just is up and coming which might slide down like the stock market of cryptocurrency is what he invested in you feel me and a lot of people are on cryptocurrency right now but you have to think there's so much of the world that's in there's so much of America that's not on the coast for example that pays no attention to cryptocurrency and just so much of the modern things that everyone else is on and adapt to and like I said that's going to be something that's popping in the next 5 to 10 years and so like I was saying Vest that company allows you to sell your masters for your songs and things like that so imagine you you know an up and coming up and coming artist you know puts a song on apple music spotify or even soundcloud for example let's just let's go soundcloud because he'll put it on soundcloud for free actually you have to pay for soundcloud now huh no fuck it so i feel like soundcloud's the cheapest so let's go with soundcloud you're gonna upload it to soundcloud someone's gonna buy a portion of the masters to your song now imagine if someone kevin hart or you know someone like that who you know really fucks with hip-hop and is really up on shit uses that for their movie imagine the the return you're gonna get the percentage of your return from you buying 20 percent of this stock for 60 dollars and that movie makes 200 million your return's gonna be ridiculous you know what i mean and he's already fully invested in that company and i think that's a company that's gonna be real popping in like five to ten years because that's gonna be i think that's gonna be a way that up-and-coming artists use that money to finance their career in shit the way they can flex on instagram and you know have the fake chains and not fake i mean a lot of niggas do have fake chains but you know what i mean just have rented cars and do all their flexing up front instead of doing it on the back end because you never know when somebody's gonna like the music coordinator is gonna be feeling your song the music coordinator for a tv show for example or the music coordinator for a movie imagine if like I said, the music coordinator is feeling that song and chooses that for the intro for a movie. Or not a... Fuck, I didn't mean to say movie. An intro for their a fucking popping-ass TV series on Netflix. Imagine the return that a person is going to get from paying something like that or buying stock in a song like that. <sighs> like, 
I think Nipsey Hussle is one of the smartest artists in the game right now, bro. Like, I'm upset at myself that I haven't been talking about this for the past two weeks, but I've definitely noticed a lot of his actions and all the things he's been doing in Crenshaw, and I think that's incredible, bro. And that's something I would love to do in Seaside, like by the block, not the block. I don't, you know, there's not really a block in Seaside, but you know, just by you know, a lot of Seaside, maybe, like, a portion of Broadway and just start a bunch of black-owned businesses, I think that would be a really dope idea. Anyways, (laughs) you know, while I'm talking about smart artists, I feel like everyone who listens to rap knows, you know, Rick Ross is one of the smartest artists in the game. And, you know, unfortunately, he was hospitalized this weekend. Apparently, you know, the initial report was from TMZ. Somebody found him in his house and uh, unconscious, and he was drooling. And, you know, like I said, Rick Ross is one of the smartest artists in the game. He's always preaching about wealth. But... My thing is, I feel like health and wealth go together. So I feel like he all shows to start preaching about health because, and improve his health as well. Because how many stories have we heard about Rick Ross having a seizure? Ooh, I said that awkwardly, but a seizure and, or some more other sort of health related issue. And it's just like, my dude, at what point do you make a change in your lifestyle? Because you have all these riches and you have all this access to, you know, all these resources. But what good is all that if you're not here to live with it at the end of the day? Like, if you just die rich as fuck, who, like, that's not cool. I mean, no one wants to die broke. I refuse to die broke. But I mean, I want to at least live a full life at the end of the day. I don't want to die at 45 just rich as fuck. I want to at 97 as a billionaire you know like I'm having the worst sinus issues right now I apologize I just think at what point you know does he start preaching about juicing and organic foods and you know better meats and things like this because you know he owns a checkers not a checkers he owns a bunch of checkers and a bunch of wing stops and you know some wendy's and things like that and all that is a bunch of unhealthy fried food you can talk about frying it in vegetable oil and or whatever whatever sort of methods that you preach you know but excuse me at the end of the day that shit's unhealthy fried food so and we all know he's eating Wingstop all the time. That's what he raps about all the time. He's posting pictures on Twitter of, at Wingstop a lot. If you follow him on Twitter, you already know. So I just feel like, especially since he has kids and everything like that, like I would want to, if I had this access, you, if you heard the album before this, I think it was Mastermind that the song starts off with him playing the recording of, you know, when you call your bank, it, you can listen to your statement play. He had at least $74 million in there. So, like, man, I just, I don't get it. I, I truly don't get it because 
I wouldn't, if I worked that hard, became that successful, became that level of entrepreneur, there's no way I'd kill myself, you know? Like, I love myself, you know? I don't understand the fact that he's going to defeat himself, you know? I understand the culture and everything that's around rappers, you know, drugs, liquor, partying, all that good stuff. Sounds magnificent. But I feel like when your health is in a crisis, you need to do shit like that in moderation. You need to improve your cardio, you know, work out a bit more, pimp, like, man, it just, apparently though, you know, like I said, the initial report was he was hospitalized and put on life support and everything like that, but, um, after a few hours and some other reports came out and said, you know, he wasn't actually on life support and he was just fine, he just went to the hospital, there was some respiratory issues, he didn't help breathing and things like that. They're trying to link it to pneumonia. Apparently, he came out a few weeks before this and was complaining about pneumonia. And while that may be the case, I'm still sticking to what I said. You can rap about wealth and all these things, but what good is the wealth if you don't have the health alongside of it? If you're not here to live with your wealth at the end of the day, what are we doing for real? Because it's not just him, you know. There's a bunch of people that follow him and will also follow his message. Like I was just talking about Nipsey Hussle. He said he stopped smoking weed. Next thing you know, everybody in his whole camp stopped smoking weed. Not because they're followers, just because they seen the difference that it made in his life. So they were just like, damn, well, we don't even need to smoke now. You know, and same thing I feel like would work for everybody in Rick Ross's camp. You know, people's main thing about eating healthy is, you know, it's too hard or it's too expensive, which wouldn't be hard for him and it wouldn't be too expensive for him. He has a personal chef and he has all the money that you could ask for. So he could wake up and already have the fruits and the healthy foods cooked for him. So there's no excuse for him. I just feel personally to be one of the healthiest beings that you could be. It just... Things like that doesn't don't make sense. Especially that he's, he's so fucking talented. Like, when I read the reports, I was, like, saddened. Because he's so fucking talented. And it'd be a fucking shame if obesity took out another great rapper, man. Like, I know Rick Ross isn't that fat, but... It would be a damn shame if another fat rapper died. Like, it would just suck. And I think it's one of those unnecessary things that don't have to happen. Just, it can slowly make changes and improve your cardio. And those kinds of things would go a long way. One thing I forgot to mention on this Rick Ross topic is 50 Cent's a fucking savage. You know, he posted the picture from that Rocky movie where the next line is well if he dies he dies and it's just like damn man y'all have been beefing since I've been in elementary school and you know my question is at what point is a beef over you know I I swear this beef got squashed for some reason you know I 
I thought it was over. I thought they became kind of cool. I swear I've seen them take a picture or something since then. And I know taking a picture doesn't make you cool with a nigga, but you can easily not be around somebody. They have enough people in their entourages and everything for them to be avoided from that close of a distance. So, but I thought, I thought they were cool for some reason. But as I was saying, they've been beefing since I've been in elementary school, man. So at what point is the beef over? Like your kids, kids could be, your kids could be beefing right now. I didn't mean to say kids, kids, your kids could be beefing right now. So like, at what point is it, is it done? You know, no one's having, no one's going to have physical harm. You know, no one's going to induce physical harm upon each other, but at the same time, I can see how you just don't like a nigga forever. So, but I don't uh, like, I can see how you just don't like a nigga forever, but I don't wish death upon him or like, you know what? You actually can just, if you're listening, just disregard this last whole minute and 50 seconds because about seven people just popped into my mind or I just would have had the exact same reaction as 50 Cent, maybe even a little harsher. So, yeah, just just disregard it. But he's still a sad. I wouldn't post it on Instagram. That would have been my reaction at home. Like, well, damn, that sucks. I'm, I'm good, though. Let me go get some cardio in and make sure, you know. But I wouldn't have posted on Instagram. I'm petty, but 50 cents like other... 50 cents like King Petty. Everybody who's petty knows you... 50 cent has wrote the book on petty tactics. And that's who you will adopt petty tactics from. He wrote the war book on petty. Everybody knows this. If you're petty, you already know you get tactics from 50. This nigga takes petty to a whole nother level. Do your research if you think I'm bullshitting. But I didn't want to do too much on 50 Cent. I wanted to talk about Down to Earth and that EP. Because I think it's a five song EP. I just listened. Or I didn't just listen to it. I've been listening to it since it came out. And I think it's a pretty cool EP. I think Down to Earth is pretty cool. He's definitely the the artist that a person would say he literally falls into the category of damn that sounds really good but if you listen to the words what the fuck is that nigga saying like the beat sounds hard his cadence is nice the like he rides the beat well like he has good rhythm but if you take a second to just listen it's just like Like, you just, like, sit there and, and, like, scratch your head and, like, you're just like, damn, this is all it takes? Like, well, I know for me personally, like, being around people who tried to have a rap career, you know, their whole life, it's just like, you know, they tried hard to have bars and, like, you feel me, produce real quality raps and, like, to just, like, listen to certain artists rap and just make millions or thousands of dollars however much money they're making you know some of them are making millions but 
you know, to hear them make thousands of dollars off these raps sometimes, it's just like, fuck, you know, like, seriously, I just sit there like, fuck sometimes, because this is really all it takes. If someone learns how to produce and, you know, you get a quality engineer, you can really, you can really just pop. It's, it's really that simple. I know I've heard other people tweet and say it and all that shit. But if you listen to some of these artists, it's really that fucking simple. And, you know, the talent is in the production and the engineering. So that's where you would have to, you know, focus and put your energy and learn techniques and everything like that. But the art of rapping and putting words together, that's the easy part. You can mumble and drag your words and extend it, change the sound of a word, make something rhyme that doesn't rhyme. That part's the easy part. And so many artists are doing it now. It's crazy. Like, like I said, man, I like the Down to Earth EP. It's just, excuse me. It's just crazy that, that that's all it takes. And I don't want to discredit his work at all. He might work hard as fuck, you know? But there's no way that <laughs> this, I don't want to sound like cocky or but there's no way I can like just do. I don't want to do that. I know how weird that sounds because I'm saying it's so easy to do and the talents in production and engineering, but it's just like, fuck, I wouldn't want to do, I don't even want to do that, but it. I think that that's some of the easiest things that you can do like just rapping and that like fuck i got a text mid like sentence and i had to read it and it fucked me up um i think that's some of the easiest work that's being put out right now in 2018 i feel like it's some of the easiest times for an artist and you know diddy would just I don't want to say complaining. He was just voicing his, you know, thoughts on the whole culture. And he's saying there's so many rappers out right now. He hopes that it doesn't become diluted. You know, in order to be an artist, you're supposed to be special. And I agree. At the same time, no, not at the same time. What's making these artists special? Because so many of these artists fall into the category that I just said, you know, they have a nice tone, cadence, and the beat is hard. But if you just stop for one second and listen, it's like, what the fuck, bro? Why are you why are you going there? Like, or why are you saying that? Or, you know what I mean? But I think rapping has helped so many people, you know, their their lives, their living situations and things like that that and it seems so easy and so many people are making money from doing exactly what I described that everyone is just it's like why not like it's like someone in my exact position is just saying well why not it's excuse me it seems easy and then they make it and they're making thousands of dollars and I don't and in no way am I saying this in a hating fashion. I hope this isn't taken in that kind of way at all. 
honestly, I think it's kind of fascinating that that's all it takes. I like, I don't even mean this in a derogatory kind of way at all. I think it's fascinating that that's literally all it takes to become a successful rapper. You know, um, something else that happened this weekend were the Oscars. I don't necessarily care too much about the Oscars, but, uh, you know, it was really cool that Kobe won an Oscar right after retiring, you know, his first Oscar for Best Animated Short Film. I think that's really, really dope. Along with Jordan Peele, another black man getting an Oscar for Get Out. It won Best Screenplay, which uh, I think it definitely deserved an Oscar. I haven't seen uh, Kobe's animated short film, so I can't comment on the quality of that. I'm not too sure, you feel me? So, But I do think it's super dope that after the luxurious career that he had in the NBA, he fucking won an Oscar so soon into his production career that shows that you know you can't limit or you shouldn't limit to people or you shouldn't limit yourself to just one thing you know if you feel like you can be successful at more than one thing attempt that shit do that shit be successful accomplish all your dreams that's my uh motivational moment for you guys while I'm on the Oscars there was a guy his name's Terry Bryant he stole her name is Frances McDormand's she won uh, an Oscar for best actress he stole her this is how stupid this would have been so good for my episode last week I called it things people I named it things people do for clout and this would have felt perfectly into that he stole her trophy off her uh, you know everyone I guess there's cards and everything with your name on it. And he stole her trophy off her table. Stayed at the same party that he stole the trophy from. Gets on Facebook and starts recording himself live. And he's telling people that he won this for music. Whatever. I don't know what he said. He said he won it for music. And somehow he's telling everyone it's his. I seen the video. He's telling people to congratulate him and shit. Why? But like, why? And the worst part is this wasn't even his first time doing something like this. He's a habitual line stepper. Last year, he took the popcorn. He took one of the popcorn awards at the MTV Awards last year and was taking pictures and doing the exact same thing. He also got into Michael Jackson's funeral. He His name was DJ Matari. And he went to Michael Jackson's funeral under that alias. And that's how he got in. DJ Matari. What? Like. How? What? <laughs> Does he bet his friends? Like, hey, I bet you I get in. To my, like, I'll bet you I get in Michael Jackson's funeral. I'll bet you I'll take a picture with this this award and have people tell me congratulations and shit like at the end of the day what does he get from that is he he's not selling it so what the fuck and then he gets caught and arrested at the party in front of everybody do you know how dumb you look like you look like such a a titiri why 
if you wanted her trophy specifically or if you wanted somebody's trophy, why not take it and go to a different party and have people congratulate you? Or take it and go home, have your own party and say, you know, I won an, I won an Oscar, come celebrate with me. You know, like, I don't... I don't get it, man. Like, the things people do for clout and to be celebrated are crazy. I would 100% rather be rich than famous. Like, I want this plot, I want this podcast to blow up and I want everybody to listen and everything, but like, I would 100%, I'm gonna say it again, rather be rich than famous. I wouldn't, I'm not gonna do things for clout. I'm not gonna not be who I am just to become famous and successful that's that's just so weird to me things like that don't make sense why would you cross yourself just to make other people happy at the end of the day you have to live with yourself and but you know the really cool thing about Jordan Peele winning his Oscar was he said he wouldn't even have become a director if Whoopi Goldberg didn't give her speech when she won her Oscar in 1991 and I think that's that's so powerful, you know, because in, in the speech, she was saying thank you to everybody. And she was just telling everyone, you know, that you can accomplish your dreams. And, you know, someone like you can go out and be successful. And that's so powerful. Like. He held on to that message. It's so crazy that, you know, someone's words. How strong people's words can be and how that can carry someone through a decision in their life, something so monumental, you know? He held that, and that changed the course of his life. Get Out's an Oscar-winning movie, Emmy-winning, Emmy-nominated movie. Like, this is a crazy... Those words that she gave on stage changed his whole life. And I don't know, hearing things like that make me take my podcast and you know the things that I put out into the public just a tad bit more serious I guess simply because you know you never know how things like that affect people and I I think so big picture that you know I do carry people's words and everything just like that you know it's not crazy to me that he held on to something that she said on stage 27 years ago and that carried him to make a life-changing decision that doesn't, you know, fascinate me that much because it's something that I personally would also do. You know, there's things my grandpa told me when I was eight and I still like randomly recall it now. And not even my grandpa, you know, I know I've said on the podcast that he was my best friend and everything. So you might feel like his words were holding a lot more merit. So that's also true. There's things I remember from like a random encounter from people I met when I was like six, like dead ass. I remember some of these encounters and just some of these lessons that they tried to, some of the knowledge and things that they tried to imprint on us. And, you know, being a young impressionable child, some of those things actually stuck. And I remember some of those things and they have impacted my life at this age. So it is amazing that he held on to that and, you know, carried that with him throughout this time you know it's also crazy like I was saying kids are young and impressionable I don't know if anybody else seen Offset say happy birthday to his son 
But that was the dopest fucking happy birthday ever. Like, bruh, why weren't my parents just rhythmic, like, rhythmatic? I don't know if that's even the proper term. But him and Murder Beats, like, that beat was hard. Nigga, I was waiting for a, some drums and a drop to come in. Like, I was waiting for a nigga to freestyle. I was waiting for Quavo to come out and go, Happy birthday! Like, not, I was waiting for some, you know what I mean? Like, I was ready to go, you know? Shit. One of the last things I wanted to talk about, and, you know, sadly it's relatable, is Stevie J is apparently going to prison on April 10th from Love & Hip Hop, in case, you know, you don't know who Stevie J is. Um, his child support balance is $1.3 million. And, you know, I said it's relatable because, shit, my dad's is probably $1.3 million. And the sad thing is, you know, Stevie J's been on TV. You know, you know he's been out here hosting events and club parties, clubs, club events, and, you know, just events in general, parties, things like that. So it's confusing because where is his money going? I know he has kids and things like that. Kids with different women, but where what are you doing with your money? What were like what was he planning to do? You're famous, bruh. You can't hide from the government. Like the difference between him and my dad is my dad just quit at whatever regular job he was working and now he's just thugging it out, you know what I mean? Getting it how he lives. Stevie J can't do that. He was on TV last year. The government knows where he, his baby mamas knows where he stay, knows where he lives. Like the government knows where he is. People from watching the show knows where he lives. Like he can't hide. You're a pseudo celebrity. You are being snapped by paparazzi, all that shit. It just doesn't make sense. I, I, I don't see the plan. And you know, like my problem with shit a lot of the times is. I'm too logical of a thinker, so I approach shit from too logical of a perspective, and when shit doesn't make sense, it's kind of baffling, you know? It's just like, what were you thinking? Because when you do this, this happens, and then this happens. And my problem is, I, not everybody thinks like that, and I have to accept that, and that's kind of just a hard thing for me to, you know, just grasp, because there's consequences to every action you know and I feel like everybody knows that point at least and for him to just what did he think him being on probation what did he think was gonna happen you know I, I at least I don't think my pops is on probation so that, there's that difference at least so him it's just like it doesn't make sense you know being as famous as he is, he's not an A-list celebrity, but I mean, goddamn, I feel like he can't walk down the street without somebody being like, oh, shit, that's DVJ, what's up, you know? Somebody wanting to say hi or take a picture, you know, get an autograph, something, you know? He's that famous, at least. In main markets, he definitely can walk down the street without somebody recognizing him, for sure. I feel like even in, in some softer markets he could still not walk down the street uh, yeah man whatever I'm off Stevie J
while I'm still on the reality TV stars, though, <laughs> Kylie was posting pictures of her baby, and apparently she looks like Tyga. Because Tyga's comments are getting flooded. Like, I don't know what he put, po- I don't know if he posted something recently or if people are just going through his all his pictures, but people are commenting on Tyga's posts and just saying, go get your girl, get your baby, she looked just like you. All these comments, you know, just indicating that the baby looks like him in some fashion. And he was saying that it was his child, so that is a, that's an eyebrow raiser, you know, that's a head scratcher. He was saying he wanted a DNA test and everything, so I, uh, that's interesting, is all I'm going to say. You know, I'm, I'm not going, I'm not trying to put gasoline on a fire. I just think that's one of those interesting things that the baby kind of looks like Tiger. You know, if it was his, I wonder if they would actually announce it and how that would, I wonder how that would affect their relationship. You know what I mean? Because she's already with Travis Scott. So I I don't know if he's doing it to try to get her back or if he actually really thinks it's his kid. And if he's not trying to do it to get her back, why do you want another child? You know, I mean, that might sound a little wild, but like, why do you just want to take on that? that next expense like that, another expense like that you know like if she's like no leave me alone this ain't your kid like pimp get out of here i mean unless you know it's your kid i guess that's a little different you know i don't have any kids so i don't have that attachment to a child so i wouldn't know but you know if you know then i guess so but if you don't know then i i'm my, my business although i could see how that would bother you and things like that eh. I don't know, man. Either way, that's all I got this week, pimps and pimpettes. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the Swamp Life. I appreciate everybody who reposted. Aaron, Mariah, Richard, Angelise, Sunny. I love all y'all. I appreciate all y'all. Thank you all for reposting it. And anybody else who reposted, I appreciate you guys as well. Those are just the first few people in my brain that reposted it and retweeted it last week. And that means a lot, genuinely. Shout out to Tyler Dale. He told me the podcast was tight. This is just a shout out track at the end right here. So, yeah. Anyways, I'll be back next Tuesday with another podcast, man. I really appreciate everybody tuning in and everything. That's it. Peace out.